Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the fourth episode into the new series called Things That Destroy Us. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm focusing on a few of the many things that destroy us, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Things we are drawn to naturally, things that block us from becoming the person we want to be, and more. But before I go into the episode on laziness, I wanted to do a quick life update. And this might tie into reaching a recent milestone of mine that I'm going to expand on in this episode. I was absent from the podcast last week because I was traveling down to North Carolina to visit family. I was still training for the half marathon. Um, There was graduation stuff, just spending a lot of time with family. And yeah, it was supposed to be a relaxing trip, which knowing my family and just knowing that when we're all together, it is far from that. And we tend to have a busy schedule that we actually did stick to this time around, but that's okay because I was with family and I'm grateful to have spent that time with them and for able to travel, which I actually flew to North Carolina. I think it was my first time flying, flying since more than a year ago. I mean, with the pandemic and everything, I actually did not fly at all. My parents drove up to New York back and forth uh, to get me. So this was my first time I took my two cats, Pepper and Luna, with me. It was also their first time flying. So I think I was a little more anxious having them with me in the carrier and the layovers. I was extremely nervous that they would react a different way, but I am grateful that they were calm kitties and I did not have to worry about them at all. So anyone who does travel pets, I'd love to know how you guys handle flying with pets and if it's seamless like it was for me or if it's not so seamless and what you do to prevent that. So let me know if you travel with cats or dogs or any other pets that you fly with. I'd love to know. Anyway, aside from air travel, Pepper and Luna were loving it back home, which is great because whenever they are back in Fayetteville, they are running up and down the stairs, getting their exercise, and that makes me happy because I know they don't get much of that running space in my small New York City studio apartment. So whenever I do um, have the chance to take them back, I take advantage of it. And not to mention, Pepper and Luna were actually raised in the North Carolina home. I got them during the pandemic, and that's where I was staying. I was staying in my parents' home in North Carolina. So they did grow up there. So I think they truly enjoy going back just like I do, and seeing family and being able to have more space, which is always nice. So going down to North Carolina was a lot of fun. We road trip to South Carolina for my sister's graduation. She just recently graduated as a medical student, and now she is going into residency, which I am very proud of her for. And then I also went to my alma mater, to see one of my really good friends who just graduated law school at UNC Chapel Hill. 
and I was able to spend time with her, catch up, take her graduation photos, and that sort of stuff. So it was good seeing Chapel Hill. I had not seen it in, I want to say, a, a few months, and you know, definitely brings back a ton of memories. It was good to be back. Anyway, fast forward to now, this past Saturday, I checked half marathon off my bucket list. Ooh, feels so good to say that. And I'm going to segue into today's episode on laziness because I think many of us feel lazy because we don't have a goal to work towards. We don't challenge ourselves. And COVID made that easy. We weren't socializing in person, going outside, and a lot of us got comfortable. We found self-care routines and prioritized a lot of things that we had lost touch with, but staying comfortable made us lose touch with the challenges or goals we had strived for pre-pandemic. And I don't think I was actually lazy during the pandemic. I was, it was more that I was stressed that I didn't have much to do. And I noticed that many people get lazy when they're not working towards something. I'm someone who always has a list for just about anything and everything. My friends make fun of me for being so organized. But truthfully, without it, I'd have a stressful time for my day-to-day schedule. I have a list for my content, meaning things I want to post for my full-time social media strategy job. And then I'll go through my client schedules so I know what I'm posting and editing for them throughout the week because... With social, things move so fast, and I do have this fear that I'm going to miss something. So I like to be on top of the stuff that I am in charge of so mistakes don't happen. And the reason I took on this 10-week challenge was because I'm constantly looking to challenge myself. I know that when I put myself up to the challenge, the results always lead to some sort of growth. And I don't know about you guys, but I have this desire to always seek that growth, if that makes sense. And this past one in particular, I noticed a tremendous amount of growth, physically and mentally. The last time I was this lean and fit was actually in college. And when hard work actually pays off, you're inspired to keep going. So when we do hit a low bottom, It's typically that lack of motivation that causes us to remain there. I think there's a lot more into laziness than most of us assume. There's more beyond that I'm tired and I'm feeling lazy feeling or that lazy Sunday term we tend to throw on social media to describe a day spent indoors or lounging around in the sun. I find that a hidden cause of laziness is actually a lack of real purpose. And I think not having that purpose leaves you feeling lost and unmotivated. Purpose is essential to give your life meaning. And in life, we experience seasons of difficulty where it may be harder to truly grasp our sense of purpose. Or maybe the season is challenging to the point where your purpose doesn't quite make sense. 
And when someone loses that sense of purpose, it manifests like a lack of motivation to do anything. So when I started training, I found myself completely inspired to cross off the miles every week. There was this sort of joy that came out of crossing things off, kind of like a to-do list. So do you guys make lists for the things you need to accomplish? I know personally that I need to have one because I know it motivates me to get things done. When I was going at a good rhythm, maybe it was about week seven or eight, I knew my running schedule by heart and I had something to look forward to every day. I knew how many miles I need to run and where. I think setting those plans and goals in mind can help prevent you from becoming lazy. I know people in New York City, friends of mine, who directly tell me that if I don't schedule something with them on their Google Calendar and send an invite, it's not happening. And I like people who are direct like that. One of my friends and I were, actually we were out for dinner one time, and we were talking about the next time we'd hang out. He picked out a date, and I checked to see if it was available, and then five minutes later, we made reservations and added it to our Google calendars. Simple, easy, done. I know I've been talking so much about my half marathon training, but it truly was a milestone I had been wanting to reach. This goes back to the sense of purpose. Having goals for yourself is so important because without it, you tend to lose track of what you're working towards or working for. And I've probably shared this story of why I even started doing this um, besides wanting to just challenge myself, but I've probably shared this on social media at one point, but I'm happy to reshare here in case anyone is new and listening to this podcast episode and aren't aware that I am um, a runner. I've ran all my life and I've, I've been an athlete growing up. In high school, I was playing sports and I remember seeing the cross country runners when we were playing tennis and I remember seeing them and thinking like, I will never run long distance like that. One, all the cross country runners were tall and had long legs and they were just, you know, taking strides. And I was like, I don't think I have that body and I don't think I am a long distance runner because I get exhausted after two miles but I do have the endurance to play a whole entire soccer game. So I had a different sort of stamina. I wasn't built like a runner is what I had convinced myself. So even when I ran track, I actually did sprints and not long distance because I, I basically refused. I was very convinced that I just couldn't. I was just in that mindset, but... Fast forward to last year during the pandemic, I knew that I could, you know, run three, four miles. Sure. I mean, sometimes, but I wasn't doing that consistently and it wasn't at a great pace, but I knew I could do it if I just tried. But during the pandemic, I just wanted to really just push myself. Like there wasn't anything else really I was working on. You know, we kind of all had our struggles there. So I took on running, just trying to build my endurance and see how far I could really push myself. And given it was really hot, you know, starting from 
March, April, so on. You know, we were reaching the summer months. But I started hitting like five miles. And then I think at one point I reached six or seven. And I was like so excited and overjoyed that I had finally hit more than five miles. Uh, And my pace was actually pretty good. So that's when I kind of realized like, you know what, if I work for this, if I really push myself and set up a consistent schedule, I can actually reach 13.1 miles, which is a half marathon. I didn't know when I'd be doing it. Um, I never really set a date, but I knew that I definitely wanted to reach it. I mean, my, my goal one day is to run a full marathon. The New York City marathon would be a dream, but I knew the first milestone was to reach a half marathon. Going back to New York City after being in quarantine and just continuing to run, I really wanted to do this. Running during quarantine gave me that hope that it was possible that I could run a half marathon. So I remember even telling my sister that I was going to do one. That's when I took initiative and was like, you know what? I am going to follow a plan that I found actually on Pinterest It was a 10-week running plan for a half marathon, and I never missed a day. I followed every single day, ran the miles that it had told me to run, and let me just tell you that when I say I I see results, I mean physically and mentally. I don't even know how that I can just run seven miles, eight miles, no problem, and I actually feel like I'm jogging it. I'm not really jogging it, but it feels like I have so much energy afterwards. And it's amazing what your body can do when you actually train for something. So I took each run as a stepping stone to this journey of building endurance and reaching a personal record. And celebrating the little wins is so important, by the way. I made sure to treat myself to smoothies And yes, the expensive $12 ones here in New York City. As a congratulator after my long Saturday endurance runs. So maybe you're wondering, in the 10 weeks, did I ever feel like putting off a run? What about when it rained? Did I really run in the rain? Actually, I did. I never missed a running day because I was that persistent to follow through with my training. I knew in the back of my mind that if I just missed one single day, I would feel like a fraud to myself for claiming to do something and not truly accomplish it. That's how serious I took it. And maybe if someone is in a situation where they are feeling lazy or unmotivated to do something, I hope this serves as motivation. I hope you're able to reward yourself and acknowledge the little wins along the way. It's important to do that. I know that During the process, I was constantly texting my family and closest friends my mile times every other day. It helped to hear that I was moving closer towards my goal and to have that support cheering you on is so important. You know, I used to be one of those people who thought I didn't need anyone. I only thought my approval and support was all I ever needed. I thought that having people would only distract me or let me down. Yeah, I was one of those stubborn people. But 
As I've grown over the years, I truly know that support from others is so crucial. I talked about this before, but we all crave some sort of approval and love from others. We may not say it directly, but we want it and need it at one point or another. The next time you're in this season of laziness, try to dig a little deeper and understand why you're feeling this way. Is it a lack of purpose? Is there another factor that's making you feel that way? Is fear involved and why? The week leading up to the half marathon, which was last week, I was starting to feel anxious. I had a talk with my client who has also become a very close friend and she told me that my body was ready for this. I had trained 10 weeks and the rest of it was all in my head. It was my mindset that was causing me to doubt my physical strength. It's true. I had gone over the same running paths for 10 weeks, memorizing how many miles it would take me to run X time and what mile I'd reach at this certain location. I knew it all. The rest was all in my head. And I think that we tend to get lost in our heads. Doubt and fear causes us to not want to move forward because we fear the worst. It gets in the way of our goals. And what really, truly helped me get through this time was remembering the facts. Like my client had said, I did train for this. I did know at this point how I felt running 12 miles. I knew when I started to get tired and when I needed to pace myself. I also want to note that for every single run I trained for, I always prayed about it during my devotional time in the mornings. I prayed that God would give me that endurance when I felt weak, when I wanted to stop running, when I started to feel fatigued. And miraculously, he came through every time. I remember running the 11 miles and and 12 mile runs and getting tired at nine or 10 miles in. That's when I felt goosebumps shoot up in my arm while I was running, and there was that boost of energy. It's, it's crazy how he listens to the things we pray for. Even when we think he's not listening, he always is. And to end here, people who are simply lazy and inactive is a choice. Just like I'm choosing to run four times a week, that's my choice. No one is telling me to keep running, even after my half marathon. Yes, something I've decided to continue doing because I know that my body feels great with this schedule, and I want to continue maintaining it, even after my race. But it's my choice to continue. Just like it's your choice to not do the things you want to do because doubt, fear, distress, or lack of motivation makes you feel a certain way. Lastly, I'd love to challenge you to try something for 10 weeks straight. It can be running. I hope this motivates others to run. I love it so much. It makes me so happy when people tell me that I inspire them to run. So if you are choosing to run, please let me know. Anyway, it can be running. It can be taking on a new hobby. It can be learning a new language. It can be taking some sort of course, anything really. I'd love to know if you're up for it and what you choose to challenge yourself with. And if you want to share the results with me of your journey, 
and how you felt along the way, I'd love to hear it. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That is a wrap on the Things That Destroy Us series. I hope you enjoyed this season. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next season where I cover another topic of discussion called Real or Not Real series. This series will focus on the social media facade of what's real and what isn't. As you've probably heard and know, social media is the highlight reel. We put out the best versions of ourselves, our achievements, milestones, victories, celebratory moments on social media, and I want to debate a few topics on this very facade. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.